Russia has taken control of the entire eastern bank of the Bakhmutka River, but the center of Bakhmut remains Ukrainian. For how long? And are the roads out slowly getting more passable, or are they still under threat? I'm Paul, U.S. Army combat veteran. It's March 9th, 2023. This is your daily Ukraine update. Let's get into it. Okay, first when we look at the control map, this is reporting... Only minor updates, but I think this is uh, just a little out of date. The only change that we'll see, other maps are reporting that um, the last Ukrainian holdout on the eastern bank of the Bakhmutka uh, has is now under Russian control. I think it's probably reflective of a of a Ukrainian withdrawal across this city. Um, this is a this can be a very, very robust defensive line, as we've seen, simply because there's only a handful of places where Russian forces could cross, and they'll have to, in all likelihood, construct a uh, some sort of bridging in order to facilitate that. But Russia can still advance from the south and from the north, and I think chances are now they realize they're probably not going to be able to cross the bridge and continue to push into Bakhmut city center. Um, but the problem is, and we'll go over to the combat map, and I'll show you what I'm talking about here, um, is that H-32 and 506, the two highways leading out of Bakhmut, are... Uh, very, very near. This is within 500 meters of Russian lines, and this is even closer still, probably like 300 meters. So very easy for Russian forces to engage any uh, convoys, any Ukrainian vehicles that are trying to withdraw along this route here. Um, it doesn't mean that it's impossible, but it's going to be really hard. And you can see Russian forces pushing to try their absolute best to cut off these two areas. Um, again, Ukrainian forces in the Bakhmut region need to begin to withdraw uh, in a controlled manner. Not begin. This withdrawal should be underway. And I actually think this is probably going to be looked back on as something of a disaster. Um because this withdrawal should have happened a while ago. And I think chances are, again, the emotional uh, fixation that the Ukrainian armed forces developed for Bakhmut and its defenders clouded the reality that the withdrawal should have happened much earlier. We're probably, you know, a, a week behind, I would say. Um, but again, I'm not party to what's on the ground. It's possible, but... There's just been fighting in Bakhmut for so long that there's bound to be a huge number of uh, men and material in the city that need to be pulled out. And with these routes under threat, the rate at which stuff can be moved is pretty low. Uh, so when we look at War Mapper, he's got some even deeper insights, right? You can see here, this represent the two routes, and you can see where those routes out of the city are um, threatened. And the black represent paved roads. Um, this bridge has been repaired and is operational. But you can see here, they're instead having to circumvent these two dangerous contact points uh, using these um, muddy trails. And unfortunately, when you have trails like this, they often are weather dependent. So uh, rainy weather will render them uh, full of mud and, and make it very difficult for wheeled vehicles to pass. Uh, so what you're seeing probably is this 
reality that it's hard to bring these convoys in and out of Bakhmut. There needs to be continual updates to the status of these roadways. Uh, this is also true, of course, of uh, our time in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, when I was in Afghanistan, it would be routine to just change the status of major routes. We'd call them black. Black meant um, imminent of enemy contact is a virtual certainty. And so we'd say, hey, non-essential uh, travel along this road. Actually, black would mean don't travel them at all. Red would be only the most essential travel should happen and you should expect enemy contact. Amber was like medium likelihood and green was route recently cleared. So having these routes go black, um, which it doesn't isn't the color scheme on this map, um, but having these routes go what the U.S. military would call black uh, means that it's just much much more difficult uh, to get convoys to and from Bachman. You also have to remember that these are goat trails, so uh, or small trails, so they probably can't accommodate side-by-side uh, -side vehicles passing in either direction, which means you have to have troops sitting here, basically operating as. Uh, crossing guards who will confirm the route is clear and allow convoys to pass. These sort of schedules need to run continually to get these um, men and material out of Bachmet, again, in a way that still allows the uh, perimeter to hold and defend, especially in the north and south. So this is, again, the quandary that uh, Bakhmut and Ukraine finds itself in. Um, but Prigozhin has, of course, been the first to uh, go public, stating that they claim the entire eastern uh, bank of the Bakhmutka, which is probably true. Um, and what I also thought was just interesting enough to talk about is that the U.S. officials have tried to muddy the information space by claiming a pro-Ukraine group has destroyed the Nord Stream pipelines. And this is uh, hilarious to me because destroying a pipeline like this is not a amateurish operation. It's, you know, deep under the sea. It's not easy to get to. And it's not the sort of cheap, uh, low risk, high reward tactic that non-state groups engage in. Um, so again, I really think this is just a total story. Um, and even the National Security Council said they're unable to confirm that U.S. US officials reviewed unverified intelligence suggesting a pro-Ukraine group conducted the attack. I don't believe that for one second. It, it just it just does not comport. It, it's it's it would to be that effective would, requires so much more technical expertise than these uh, than a rando pro-Ukraine group would have, especially one that has no track record or public uh, image at all. Um, and instead, it seems most likely again that, that the U.S. perpetrated it. So. That's all I had, guys. Thanks, as always, for being fans. Uh, thank you so much to the patrons of Patreon. I really appreciate you, especially my colonel-tier patrons, my lieutenant-tier patrons. It's where I break down all the uncensored combat footage. Um, and that's all I got. Until next time, I'll see you guys later.